welcome to Loving the Scriptures. I'm your host, your friend, Joshua Odunlade, and together we'll be exploring God's Word to find insights, learn from Him, and to fall more deeply in love with Him today. Let's begin. Hello and welcome once again to this episode of the podcast. Today we are going to be learning from the book of John, chapter 11, verse 1 to the end. And that end is verse 57. So for the past few episodes, we've actually been considering the text. And today, very quickly, we're just going to read through the text. And there's a particular part that I would like to focus on. But let's read through it first to get the complete picture. But before we do that, let's say a word of prayer together. Dear God, we say thank you for the opportunity that you have given unto us to meet with you here this day. Lord, we are so thankful, we are so grateful. We say, let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. If there is anything that we end our prayers, we ask that you please forgive us. Please wash us clean with your blood. Cleanse us. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Lord, we ask that you reveal yourself to us in your word. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Okay, so... John chapter 11 verse 1 to the end which is verse 57 I read now a man was sick Lazarus from Bethany the village of Mary and her sister Martha Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair and it was her brother Lazarus who was sick so the sister sent a message to him Lord the one you love is sick. When Jesus heard it, he said, This sickness will not end in death, but is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha, a sister, and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after that, he said to his disciples, Let's go to Judea again. Rabbi, the disciples told him, Just now the Jews tried to stone you, and you are going there again? Aren't there twelve hours in a day? Jesus answered. If anyone walks during the day, he doesn't stumble, because he sees the light of the world. But if anyone walks during the night, he does stumble, because the light is not in him. He said this, and then he told them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm on my way to wake him up. Then the disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will get well. <laughs> Jesus, however, was speaking about his death, but they thought he was speaking about natural sleep. So Jesus then told them plainly, Lazarus has died. I'm glad for you that I wasn't there so that you may believe. Let's go to him. Then Thomas, called twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let's go too, so that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem. That's less than two miles away. Many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother. As soon as Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Then Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. 
Yet even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Your brother will rise again, Jesus told her. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even if he dies, will live. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she answered. I believe you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who comes into the world. Having said this, she went back and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and is calling for you. As soon as Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house consoling her saw that Mary got up quickly and went out. They followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to cry there. As soon as Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and told him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. When Jesus saw her crying and the Jews who had come with her crying, was deeply moved in his spirit and troubled. Where have you put him? He asked. Lord, they told him, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, couldn't he who opened the blind man's eyes also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Remove the stone, Jesus said. Martha, the dead man's sister, told him, Lord, there is already a stench because he has been dead for days. Jesus said to her, Didn't I tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? So they removed the stone. Then Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you heard me. I know that you always hear me, but because of the crowd standing here, I have said this, so that they may believe you sent me. After he said this, he shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out bound hand and foot with linen strips and with his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unwrap him and let him go. Therefore, many of the Jews who came to Mary and saw what he did believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees convened the Sanhedrin and were saying, What are we going to do since the man is doing many great signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him and the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. One of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, you know nothing at all. You are not considering that it is to your advantage that one man should die for the people rather than the whole nation perish. He did not say this on his own, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation. 
and not for the nation only but also to unite the scattered children of God. So from that day on, they plotted to kill him. Jesus therefore no longer walked openly among the Jews but departed from there to the countryside near the wilderness to a town called Ephraim and he stayed there with his disciples. Now the Jewish Passover was near and many went up to Jerusalem from the country to purify themselves before the Passover. They were looking for Jesus and asking one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think? He won't come to the festival, will he? The chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone knew where he was, he should report it so that they could arrest him. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. So that was quite a long reading. I hope that I did not bore you up. In fact, if you made it this far, you should clap for yourself. Honestly, you should clap for yourself. Thank you for making it through the reading of the Word of God. You know, it's not the Word of God is not entertainment. The Word of God has the ability to change our lives, and we must do things as simple enough as to read it. So there's this specific verse that I want to focus on for the remaining minutes that we have together in this episode. And that is verse 4. You see, when the um, sisters of Lazarus, when they sent message to Jesus and said, Oh, Jesus, this person that you love is very, very sick. Jesus said something. Jesus said that in verse 4. He said, This sickness will not end in death, but is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. There is something I want to analyze there. This sickness will not what will not end in death. Jesus was very intentional about what he said. He didn't say Lazarus would not die. He said it would not end in death. And we all know that it did not end in death. You see, it's the same with our journey as believers. Let me ask you a question. The story of Jesus, did it end at death? No, it did not. The story of Jesus did not end at death. Why? Because Jesus passed through death to life. So, the story of Lazarus too did not end in death because Lazarus died but was still brought back to life. It's a it's something that helps me to understand what we are called to do as believers. You know, as believers, our story did not end in death. Let me read to you Galatians chapter 5 verse 20. It says that I have been crucified with Christ. Excuse me, what does it mean to be crucified? To be nailed to a cross, to die with somebody. I have been crucified with Christ. And I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It is important for us to note that our stories will not end in death if we trust Jesus because we know that even if every other thing on this earth fails us, we know that we have a hope in heaven that can never fail us. Our hope is not in men or in man-made things. Our hope is in God. Our hope is in Christ. Our hope is in the things that he has told us. Our hope is in the promises that he has given unto us. So I encourage you today, find out 
how your situation does not end in death. So your school does not end in death. Your marriage will not end in death. Your marriage will not end in tribulations. Your relationships will not end absurdly. But we need to know that Jesus said to Lazarus, sorry, he didn't say it to Lazarus. He said it to the people that he sent. He said that this sickness will not end in death. But that sickness actually passed through death. That situation actually passed through death. As believers too, we are required to pass through death. So, Deborah must be willing to die. Favor must be willing to die. Joshua must be willing to die. Anu must be willing to die. Shola must be willing to die. All of us must be willing to die to bring forth what Jesus wants to bring forth. But a testament that we have is that our story, just like how Jesus' story was, our story will not end in death. Please do well to meditate on the scriptures. Please do well to meditate on the scriptures. Thank you very much for for seeing us. Thank you very much for listening to the episode and for being a part of what God is doing. I pray that God will continue to bless you in Jesus' name. Let's say a word of prayer. Our Father and our God, we say thank you, we glorify your name, we adore your name. Let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Lord, as we go on to meditate on these scriptures, we ask that you be with us in Jesus' name, that you would guide us and lead us. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. I believe you have been blessed by this episode of the podcast. Please follow us on this platform or on wherever you get your podcast. Also, please share with your friends and family so that they can be blessed by it too. Till we meet again, keep seeking, keep searching, keep meditating on God's word and keep on loving your scriptures and keep on loving God. God bless you.